535, heading south to Laredo. About to pick us some pounds so we can make us some queso. No luggage in the trunk, just me and Saki. Headed back down to Texas, now we serving these beans. Welcome to the I-35 Sports Connection, Chiefs edition. How we doing, Mila? Doing great, AAA. What it do? So we're going to do a little Chiefs preview, and we're also going to kind of combine in our pit stop of where we give like our, sure. our breakdown for the game. Just on this first episode, because you know we're a week away from the season, let's go ahead and talk about it all. And then normally we'll go back into our pit stop fashion. Absolutely. So let's recap set up this year and somewhat subplots that sure, we can go into sure. and some of the biggest news in the offseason for the Chiefs. Let's do it. I mean, I think number one has got to be the offensive line, right? Yeah, like, the improvement, hopefully. Uh, I mean, if the Super Bowl was any indication, <laughs> you got wrecked uh, on that offensive line. Wreck it. <laughs> uh, you lost... Uh, Ralphed. You lost Patrick Mahomes in the playoff game against the Browns because of your offensive line and him yeah. having to scramble a lot. So, Which I'm still shocked that he came back and played so soon after that. So props to him for it. Absolutely. So let's kind of go into how, just how this offensive line got revamped. So your starters for 2021, left tackle, Orlando Brown Jr. from Baltimore. You still have last year's starter in Rimmers as the backup. So like... Now they're not not only do you have an improvement on the offense line, now you have depth. A legitimate backup, yeah. Next up, Joe Tunney, I think is how you say his name, from the Patriots, uh, who's a big, big upgrade from Nick Algaretti, who is still on this team, but now a backup, right? Dude, In the his depth is good, man. Ooh. Now you have Creed Humphrey, who you drafted in the first round of this year's draft. Uh, so so that's big. I believe right? he came from the Rams, right? Uh, his his backup that we have is uh, is from the Rams. Okay, so yeah, so you did some movement in uh, free agency, gotcha. which is fantastic. And then you got Trey Smith, who you drafted Dude, in this year's draft. This is good depth. Yeah, and he's kind of so I'm gonna group in on the right side of your line. Trey Smith, who's the guard. Lucas Nang, who's the tackle. As you know, Lucas Nang was the year before Trey Smith, but same thing. These are actually both guys that we, especially Nang, who we earmarked as. Dark horses in the draft. First round potential guys, but because of injury history, are going to be drafted late. And they're both on your starting lineup in 2021, uh, which, you know, uh, the doctor who was the starter in 2019 uh, before, yes. he's now the backup. Duvernay. Yeah. Cardiff. Yep. Yeah. Andrew, Andrew what Wiley, who is the starter, is now their backup. So that just tells yeah. you how well that they're playing, that these rookies, and it's Nang's rookie year too, because he missed all of last year recovering. I'll give credit where credit is due. The GM did a hell of a job on this. Uh, GM or us? We're the one who called Nang. I mean, like, come on, give us some credit well, here. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, like, we don't sign the papers. Yeah, you know? building on the fly, he did fantastic. Yeah, and, and so, like, in the preseason, this all line has looked tremendous. Mm-hmm. And, and it's going to need to be, especially because what we're about to go talk about is just how much um, is, I guess, at risk. Mm-hmm. Chief wise, personnel wise, because of money that's about to go up. So the fact that you can have two rookies starting in both or three rookies in Creed, Trey, and Lucas is huge for your offensive line because that's where you're saving money. Mm-hmm. Because Orlando Brown Jr. is a free agent after this year, uh, so the Chiefs are obviously going to resign him. You don't you don't trade a first round pick 
and then not re-sign the guy. We saw the sure. same thing with Cooper in Dallas. You trade a first-round pick, you're automatically re-signing him. And not only just re-signing him, but it's automatically going to be a top-three contract mm-hmm. at that position. Sure. So, next up. You know who did not get a re-sign type of deal? Who? The Honey Badger. It's so sad. You know what? Let's go into that. Okay. And so, like, that's interesting, right? The Honey Badger didn't get a contract this year. Honey Badger was so sad. He was sad. So sad. You can see it on Twitter. Uh, but <laughs> no, no offense. I it, everything he's I done for like kids. I feel like he earned it. So I that's sad. But I mean, so he did. We need a new home. We can get you hooked up. Huh? He did. But let me ask you a question. Okay. And you and you tell me. Okay. What you would do in the situation? Okay. Who are you going to sign first, Orlando Brown Jr., who you just spent a first round pick for, or the Honey Badger? Orlando Brown Jr., who also protects Mahomes. Who are you resigning first? Just who's I mean, if you put it there, yes. If you put it like that, okay. you have to go after okay. Orlando. Next year, Tyreek Hill. Last year of his deal. Who are you resigning? Tyreek Hill or Honey Badger? Honey Badger. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's just me selfishly going, eh, bring Tyreek here, but we actually don't even really need Tyreek Hill, to be honest. Okay. Patrick Mahomes, whose salary cap number jumps from $7.5 million to 35 okay like this is why the honey badger is inside it has right. nothing it has nothing to do with him it's just yeah. the way the cookie crumbles yeah it has nothing to do with him off the field or him on the field or off the field it has everything to do with priority levels for kansas city sure last year proved to them that offensive line is an issue these pros ain't loyal <laughs> yeah these pros ain't loyal so he got pushed back tyreek hill you have to have Mahomes' favorite wide receiver back on the team. Mm-hmm. And with one year left, you got to get the deal done. Absolutely. And if, if Mari Cooper's any indication, Tyreek Hill is going to be in the mid-20s uh, when he's going to get his contract next year because he actually signed for a decently cheap rate in his last contract. So, like, he's going to get paid this one because... And his last contract, was that with Alex Smith being the quarterback? Uh, he was... Year one of Tyreek Hill was Alex Smith. Yeah. Okay, okay. So, that makes sense. So, uh... That tells you that like this last contract is going to be the one where Tyreek Hill gets his money, right? This is the retirement money for Tyreek Hill. So if you think you're getting a hometown discount, you aren't. Tyreek Hill is going to be, if not the top paid, he's going to be the second top paid wide receiver in the NFL after this year into the offseason. So you have Orlando Brown, top three paid sure. tackle. Tyreek Hill's contract is, is going to have one year left. You're going to re-sign him early. And then you got Mahomes' cap hit increasing $20 million because of his contract. Where am I supposed to get money? And then I look at a honey badge. I'm like, well, the last two drafts, I've drafted Sneed and Thornhill. His right. event- One of them has got to be his eventual replacement. Or if not, hold down the secondary so I can put a, a just average or a plus type of safety in that spot. And we talked about this too, is that like you have to stop thinking of the secondary as corners and safeties. Start thinking of it as like basketball, right? Positionless. Mm -hmm. Because with the passing game and how it develops, I just need people who can cover, who can can do zone coverage, and I'll figure out the pieces and I'll put them where they need to go. I'm just going to say, all I picture from the Honey Badger is looking like Will Smith in the episode of, man, why didn't he want me? That's all I picture. So I wish nothing for the best for him. I, I wish nothing for the best from him. And the reason I say 
it's probably the end of the line after this year isn't because of so me bad. thinking his his talent is down. I actually think yeah. he's going to be good. I think he's going to be too good to where yeah. he's going to be too expensive. And I don't think he's... He'll get better elsewhere. He'll be fine. Exactly. And eat. and if I'm Honey Badger, I'm not... This is my last contract probably. I'm not taking a hometown discount, especially because I've been at like three other teams. Why right. would I? I've already got my ring. Let me secure my family's future with this contract. So... That's why if you're wondering why he hasn't been signed, it's, I mean, the writing's on the wall right there. And then the last like big thing you want to, you want to talk about is your wide receiver group. You already know about Tyreek Hill, right? But one of these three, at least one, I guarantee you one will not be on the team next year. Hardman, Robinson, and Pringle. I hope Pringle stays. (laughs) Yeah. One of them isn't on the team next year for sure. Who's it going to be? Who's the odd man out? Because the Chiefs are searching for their number two receiver. Mm-hmm. Is it going to be Hardman or Pringle? And or is or Hardman or Robinson or is Pringle going to show out? But one of them isn't going to be back. So if McCole Hardman shows out and says he deserves money, great. We'll pay him. We'll cut Robinson. We'll also probably re-sign Pringle. If Pringle shows out, then, hey, maybe we re-sign him to a bigger deal and lock sure. him up and, and keep you know one of the ones who disappointed. But one of them is gone for sure. And it's going to be interesting to watch throughout this year which receiver is stepping up? Which one's showing right. they want to be the number two? Yeah, I think that's just the natural progression of how that comes with natural competition. Yeah. You know, somebody's going to be leading the pack, and then you're going to have somebody that just naturally dips out. Although it would be crazy if they all had the same exact stats. Like, what do you go on after that? Then I go on Pringle because he's cheaper, right? Okay. Because, like, I can't re-sign all three. You know, and there has to be a, I have to start saving money somewhere so I can get a number two and number three, but I can't pay you all, you know, big money or mediocre money. One of you is playing your way out of Kansas City. Um, so that will be an interesting storyline to watch uh, is, is those three. Who's going to be your number two? Sure. Um, do you want to talk about Hitchens a little? Oh, yeah. This is this is the end of the road for Hitchens. Um, yeah. Uh, barring. <laughs> Uh, I I'm, I like Hitchens. Don't get me wrong; he's been a terrific addition Didn't to the Chiefs. Came from the Cowboys. Came from the Cowboys, which is funny because he had terrible linebacking core the last couple of years, and he's played great. He's played pretty good. But anyway, uh, it had nothing to do with him. It had everything <laughs> to do with the coaching staff. Don't gaslight me. It's not. I'll be remiss. There is a way for Hitchens to come back next year. And it's if Willie Gay keeps getting hurt. If Willie Gay Jr. ends up being Sean Lee, he's going to miss the first few weeks of the season because of a toe injury, right? He got hurt last year. But that's the only way Hitchens is back. You drafted Bolton. You've got Willie Gay. And just like the Honey Badger situation is you have people behind him that you spent high draft capital on. And so that's why I say this is kind of the end of the road for Hitchens. So let's get you one more ring. Let's get you another contract just elsewhere because we got guys on rookie deals who we can like save money in those areas. And, and that's why you spend the draft that's capital. A smart ball. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So who do the Chiefs have week one? We have the Browns. Brown down. <laughs> How now, brown cow? <laughs> Are they playing in Arrowhead or are they playing in Cleveland? Yeah. So, you know, the Chiefs last played them in the playoffs and that was obviously in Arrowhead. And, you know, this year it's once again going to be at Arrowhead. Ooh, 
that'll be a good game then. So you'll have that home field crowd advantage sure. again. That kind of allows you. That is a huge advantage in Kansas Huge City. advantage. It doesn't shit for the Cowboys, but it does everything for the Chiefs. Yeah, so that, that allows you again, you know, that ability to hopefully get up early on them. But, you know. Let me let me quickly recap the the last game, and then we'll kind of get into like the keys of the game and like some sure. of those magic numbers that we talk about uh, that you need to be aware of when you look at Chiefs versus Browns. Y'all barely beat the Browns last time. Like, what was it? Five points. Yeah, twenty-two um, to seventeen. And you were up what nineteen to three or something at halftime. Yes. Ooh. I mean, so there's a couple things, right? I mean, we missed a field goal, missed an extra point. Mahomes got hurt early into the third quarter. So, like, sounds like excuses to me. Just kidding, they're truths. (laughs) But you know what? I mean, it's it shows you that the Browns do have potential to beat Kansas City. So sure, yeah, no, you got to take that opponent. There's no no pud team anymore. And there was no Odell Beckham in that game, right? This isn't like a bye week. These aren't those Browns. Yeah, this is a Browns team that has Chubb, that has Kareem Hunt, that has Javaris Landry, that has Odell Beckham Jr., and that has two really good tight ends. So, like, they're a team that can beat you. Um, but shall we go into what the Chiefs need to do to not lose this game? Some Ooh, our keys to the game? Our keys to the game. Keys to the game. Some magic numbers, if you numbers. will. Numbers. So... Uh, I don't know why we just did that weird voice, but y'all are just going to have to roll with it. Do you want to give the first magic number or or shall I give the first magic number? Uh, sure, because I like saying the number. Hundo. One hundred. And so this number ties into what position group on the Cleveland Browns? The tight ends. The tight end, Nigel. Yes, the tight ends. The tight ends and the natural element. <laughs> yeah, so like this is the problem, right? And if you, for some reason, listen to the the Cowboys pit stop where we talked about 100, but on the receiving end, this is a little bit different situation here, right? This is where you don't want to give Baker Mayfield easy throws, easy targets to release the ball. You kind of want to force Baker to prove to you that he can beat you. And what happened last game is that he really took advantage of the middle of that Chiefs uh, defense, which is why you see them investing in linebackers these past yeah. couple drafts. Uh, but they really took advantage of the Chiefs in the middle, and they did so with their tight ends. So they give Baker a lot of easy throws in this game, mm-hmm. especially because Odell was hurt. So rely on your strength, which is the tight end. Right. Chiefs' weak area of the defense is the middle. And so their tight ends combined for over 100 yards. Like that is something you weren't expecting going into that playoff game. And that was really how they were able to move the ball down mm-hmm. the field. In this game, you want to avoid that. You want to take away his easy passes to big body tight ends and you want him to force the ball to Odell, right? Get him in trouble, force the ball to Javaris Landry, you know, have him throw some picks, but keep those tight ends under that hundred yard threshold, right? Keep that momentum away from Baker Mayfield and force him to be the guy to beat you. Don't give him easy targets. So that's why 100 is a key to the game. I believe it's pronounced hundo. One hundo. All right, what's the next number? Your next number is going to be 20. And if you don't speak Spanish, that means 20. Man, you're just like educating people out here on these streets. Look, y'all came from Mila, but you got Dora the Explorer. So... (laughs) (laughs) Whenever you have a... (laughs) All right, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. 
So Lord. you're hoping your offensive line. <laughs> Where did where's Diego roll into this? Diego's her cousin, I think. I don't uh, know. He Dude, that live action Dora movie though, that was fantastic. It was actually really funny and entertaining, yes. Uh, Agreed. Anyway, anyway, back back to the game. Back to the game. If Dora was a football fan, she'd be a Cowboys fan though. Duh. What? Definitely. She would she would start as a Cowboys fan and explore the other teams and find out that she should be a Chiefs fan. Hold on, now we're we're gonna take a whole side tangent on this. Dora the Explorer. You think she's going to go explore Kansas City when she's been in jungles and mountains? Uh, Kansas City has a rich Native American history, great for exploring archaeological findings. She could see how they she's use tools in the past. That's the only oh, thing worth going whatever. I mean, Dora's, Dora would be a Chiefs fan. She would start as a Cowboys Guys, fan because she wouldn't know better. Find us on Twitter at i35sportscxn and let us know where you think Dora would be a fan of. Dallas is too hot for a monkey. Can what? you say Cowboys? Cowboys. Anyways. Sorry, getting back to this. Idiots. Game. I'm surrounded by idiots. All right, just... To recap, the number is 20, okay? And and the reason we're going to go with 20 and not like a Miles Garrett or a Clowney is because you have this improved offensive line, and we'll talk about that a little bit later. But I want to shout out 20 is because the Browns are going to be relying heavily on their first-round draft pick in Greg Newsom. Number 20, that's where the number comes from. And this isn't a knock on Newsom. I think he's going to be very good. I think he's you know got a bright future ahead of him. But when you are a rookie and you are about to go up against the most prolific offense in the NFL, when you've got speed demons in Tyreek Hill, mm-hmm. McCole Hardman, or he might get accidentally paired up on a Travis Kelsey, or you know you might have to get Clyde Edwards coming out the backfield, there's an opportunity to pick on you, especially when that quarterback is. Patrick Mahomes. Rookies are susceptible to double moves. True. Especially when they're trying to compensate on speedy wide receivers. And trickery. Um, especially, yeah, and trickery. And especially when you have a corner that is the type of Newsom where he's ultra aggressive. He loves to jump routes. He loves to predict plays. And this is where Andy Reid and his motion and his setting up mm. players to fail on the opposing team is going to be really valuable. They're going to have to pick on Greg Newsom, pick on the rookie. Just like last year, we saw with Trevon Diggs on the Cowboys, who had fantastic coverage, who was tightly with the guy, but he was getting picked on because they knew they could take advantage of him because he wasn't quite ready yet. The Chiefs need to do the same and take advantage. Take the upper hand for sure. Use every advantage you can. Because again, this is not going to be an easy game. This is not a bye week. This is not the Cleveland Browns of the past. Yeah, and, and this is the first game of the year. The best time to take advantage. Oh, and, true, yeah. And this is going to be the first time he's going to go up against people, the likes of the, the Kansas City Chiefs receiving core. So that's why 20 is your next magic number. Pick on that guy. <laughs> now, uh, what what did we say happened to Patrick Mahomes last time they played the Browns? Yeah. He got injured. He got injured. <laughs> he got a concussion. So was the next concussion? Yeah, it was a concussion. Oh, I thought he messed up his knee. No, that was the uh, that was like you know during the whole like oh. Green Bay thing. Concussed. Chad Henney came in and all that stuff. Oh no, Matt Moore came in. That was that was that was, that was in the past. Uh, but this one, the next number is. W- you know, for someone who always talks about the Cowboys' backup quarterbacks and not being great, I, that's a very good point. Who did the Chiefs even have? Matt Moore. Chad Henney now. Chad Henney now. 
Well, it's because Chad Henney got hurt too. Like, and that's why we had to go get Matt Moore. Anyways, I'll let you continue. We actually won with our backups, so just FYI. Um, we won like one game with two Gs. I was think. it a playoff game? Oh, oh. oh yeah. Oh. Yeah, y'all didn't even make it there. Yowsh. Yeah. Okay, Dak went down in week five, but whatever. Anyways, continue. Anyway, that's why the magic number is one. No more than one sack. No one touches Mahomes. You're an offensive line. Joe, we paid you $80 million. Orlando Brown Jr., we're about to make you the highest paid tackle in football. Creed, Nig, Trey Smith, we gave all of y'all jobs and drafted you. Create a force field. No one touches that Protect man. The boy. <laughs> Protect the man at all costs. No, that's the thing, though. Like, if you look at that Cleveland game, yes, he only got sacked once and got knocked down three times, but one of those times led to a concussion, okay? Mm-hmm. He was scrambling a lot. He was evading everybody, and while the stats didn't show him getting hit that much, he was he was in the firing lane a lot. Okay. And so we spent a lot of capital. We are sacrificing potentially the future of the Honey Badger on this team to ensure Patrick Mahomes' safety. And when you do that, you invest in draft capital, you invest in the offseason, and you invest in both draft capital and offseason money in one guy, then it is time that you show that that investment is worth it. And the looks of it and the early returns looks like it will be. But when you go up against the Miles Garrett and you go up against the Clowney, this is where you prove that investment is valuable and it's going to start off hot. So no sacks on Patrick. I'll give you one in case someone trips and falls, but that's it. There ain't be no two sack, nothing. So, like, that's the thing to watch for. Like, yes, we're saying one, but the trend is, does Mahomes look rushed? Does he look pressured? Right. Is he getting knocked down after the throw? So Don't that, make his job any harder than it has to be. Exactly. So, it's the pressure on Mahomes, picking on Greg Newsom, and it's 100 yards on the tight end. Those are your keys to the game. Those are your magic numbres. Did I say that right? Or was numbre name? It's... Numbres name. Yeah. So what's number in Spanish? Numero. Numero. There we go. Dora would be Can proud. Can you say numero? Numero. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but uh, if you have any comments, want us to, to chat you up on Twitter, hit us up at... I-35 Sports CXN. Go Chiefs!